Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Why would anyone think that our corrupt government sees communist China as an enemy? They have been close partners for over 50 years. In 1971, after Mao Zedong spent years calling for the invasion of America, Henry Kissinger, acting as President Nixon's special representative, secretly traveled to Beijing to open business relations with the CCP. George H.W. Bush then went to China as the director of the U.S. Liaison Office and paved the way for multinational outsourcing of America's labor markets. Fast forward to 2001, the inside job of taking down the Twin Towers accomplished many things for the corrupt U.S. government. It was the Pearl Harbor event that the neocons wrote they needed to launch their plan for a new American century. It was the catalyst for the Patriot Act, which is being used today to target American patriots. And it was a way to account for trillions of missing dollars. On the afternoon of September 10, 2001, U.S. Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld announced that the Pentagon was unable to account for $2.3 trillion. The technology revolution has transformed organizations across the private sector. But not ours, not fully, not yet. We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. The very next day, on 9-11, the Pentagon's budget offices took a direct hit and was destroyed. The markets closed for two weeks, banks all across the nation were closed, and the missing $2.3 trillion was forgotten. With overwhelming evidence of 9-11 being a series of controlled demolitions, the debris and wreckage from the felled towers was not investigated. Instead, it was immediately shipped off to China. And on December 11th of that same year, China became a member of the World Trade Organization. Having been given favorable trading status by the U.S., the CCP was virtually exempt from violating human rights violations. And millions of Americans began losing their jobs as manufacturing was outsourced to CCP slave labor factories. Fast forward to the current era. Our government worked with the Communist Chinese to weaponize COVID-19 and to further destabilize the American economy with forced lockdowns and deadly experimental vaccines that are still killing people to this day, including children. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics desperately publishes a fake jobs report claiming over 500,000 jobs when the actual numbers are more like 80,000. The housing market is collapsing. 41% of small businesses can't pay their rent. The U.S. debt is at $31 trillion. The Federal Reserve Bank is backed into a corner, and the crooked U.S. government needs another 9-11. And right on cue, a giant balloon, big enough to be seen by all, slowly creeps across the American skies. The average American is now talking about EMPs, 
Our government's partner, the CCP, takes credit, and a new bin Laden is born. The stage is now set for an EMP attack so that the banks have an excuse to close, steal the rest of America's wealth, making way for the CCP's digital yuan to become the new world reserve currency. They are probing us everywhere, Martha. They're probing us uh, in the Pacific with their fighter aircraft. We had a close incident not too many weeks ago. They're probing us in our home by putting propaganda on TikTok, poisoning our children. They're working in our schools and universities. This is just another example of the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. Why would anyone think that our government is enemies with the Communist Chinese? Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. That is the latest from Greg Reese. It is entitled, The Fed Needs Another 9-11. Troubling stuff. Keep your head on a swivel. We'll be back with the Daily Dispatch. This is the American Journal. It's Thursday, February 9th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. Very big show we have for you today. We'll be taking your calls throughout the second hour. In the third hour, we will be joined by Josh Lekich. Josh Lakash. Josh Lakash. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out one of these days. Just kidding. He, of course, uh, a big friend of the show. He's got a new book that's out telling you how to... Uh, well, I guess just, uh, be a successful human. It's called The Manual. I'm very excited to talk to him about that, a number of different topics. We have a lot of news to get to. But first and foremost, the most important story of the day, I think, across the board, really. Surprised I haven't seen more headlines about this. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. They unsuspended my first Twitter account, the one I had years ago. After four years of ignominious exile, like Napoleon, I have returned. It's not. It's it's. Well, it's not my big account. It's the, it's at Harrison H Smith. It was the first account that I had. Yeah, banned four years ago, and they they gave it back to me. So there you go. I guess I'm back on Twitter. It's very exciting. It's not the off limits news account that had, I think, something like twelve thousand followers. It's billions. Not, what's that? Billions. Billions. I had billions of followers. Now it's. Uh, it is, it is but a humble account at Harrison H. Smith. It's not my Harrison of Texas account that had 22,000, but we'll get there maybe, which is hilarious. I, I had pretty much literally given up hope like yesterday or <laughs> the day before. Every day I would go and I would try to log on and every day I'd be met with that your account has been permanently suspended banner. And finally yesterday I thought, you know what? I'm just not going to check anymore. I'm just not, it's just not happening. Elon hates us. We're not getting back on. I've thrown my hat in the ring with the InfoWars crew, and uh, that comes with uh, certain parameters, one of which is you you aren't treated nicely by corporations. And I understood that, and I'd given up hope. When all of a sudden, Reese actually texts me, uh, apparently Zero Foxtrot on Twitter has alerts for unbanned accounts. So they let me know that it was back. So, ta-da. Thank you. Thank you. The adulation is welcome. Uh, but yeah, it's it's exciting. I almost I almost don't know what to do with it. It is weird going back. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird going back four years ago, seeing what we were talking about. I think I was a little angrier four years ago. 
My tweets are a little angry. I call I call a lot of people names on Twitter. I'm like, ooh. But, uh, you know, you act differently when you don't have anybody actually paying attention to you. We only have like a thousand followers. You just say stuff. Not God's thinking. always watching, Harrison. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. So obviously that's the big story of the day. Congratulations to me. Uh, no, obviously there's a number of just gigantic stories that we need to get in, get into. So let's not waste any more time. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 9th of February, 2023. We covered the story yesterday, but it is going to be a focus today since we only just barely got into it. In fact, it broke yesterday during the show, so we just went over sort of the main points. But reading deeper into this article, it actually is bombshell upon bombshell. It's this from Seymour Hirsch. How America took out the Nord Stream pipeline. New York Times called it a mystery, but the United States executed a covert sea operation that was kept secret until now. He gives names. He gives dates. He gives reasonings. He actually talks to people involved in the operation itself. He says last June, Navy divers operating under the cover of widely publicized mid-summer NATO exercise known as Baltrops 22 planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. And again, we'll get into this, but the implications here, I mean, America carried out a terrorist attack on European infrastructure you really can't un- like overstate what a big deal this is. And again, we'll get into it, but you got to be wondering what Russia is going to do with this information. I mean, I'm sure they knew it was us the whole time, but now that it's Seymour Hirsch, who is an extremely well-respected and extremely capable journalist here in America, it's uh, – I mean, would you blame them if they – blew up one of our major pipelines could you really say they started it in that case joe biden is playing russian roulette with our very lives and again we'll get into it later but that is just an absolutely massive story you can tell how big it is because tucker carlson was the only person on cable news yesterday to actually cover it again the implications of this the the response from russia i mean God only knows, but uh, yeah, we'll get into it. And it it goes back to the Trump-Russia collusion conspiracy and and everything. Yeah, we'll spend time on that a little bit later. Uh, Meanwhile, also in the realm of war with Russia, Russia warns sending UK fighter jets to Ukraine will have, quote, consequences for Europe and the world. Russia's warned that the UK sending fighter jets to Ukraine would have military and political consequences for Europe and the rest of the world. Zelensky made a surprise visit to Britain on Wednesday and urged MPs to uh, buy to buy supply his to uh, supply his air force with advanced jets. In a statement cited by a Russian news agency, the Russian embassy in London said that if fighter jets were sent to Ukraine, there would be just massive consequences for all of the European continent and the entire world. Which uh, I think is kind of the point, actually. I don't think that's unexpected. I think that's the whole point. Meanwhile. Uh, censorship reaches new and even more troubling communistic levels. Lauren Southern reports that her parents got banned from Airbnb just for being related to her. She says they never booked anything for me. They do not represent me in any way. They aren't publicly political at any 
in any way, and yet they were banned from Airbnb. So again, you know, the the whole idea of like individual responsibility, you know, moving away from collective punishment, uh, forgive and forget tolerance. These are Western, white, European ideas. As we move away from those concepts, as those concepts are explicitly deemed evil and supremacist and uh, are expunged from our society, you can expect to see more of this. Sure, you didn't do anything wrong, but maybe somebody that you look, somebody that looks like you did do something wrong, so you'll be punished. Maybe somebody you're related to did something wrong, so you either disavow them and abandon them on for the sake of the unhinged masses, or you too will suffer their fate. Uh, this, of course, being forced by corporations because – Governments have restrictions on them. Meanwhile, SpaceX has basically disabled Starlink in Ukraine as they figured out that they're using Starlink to drive drones. And they're saying that SpaceX was never supposed to be a weapon. SpaceX has taken steps to prevent Ukraine's military from using the company's Starlink satellite internet service for controlling drones in the region. During the country's war with Russia, SpaceX president said Wednesday, SpaceX Starlink satellite internet service, which has provided Ukraine's military with broadband communications in its defense against Russia's military, was, quote, never, never meant to be weaponized, Gwyn Shotwell. SpaceX's president and chief operating officer said during a conference in Washington, D.C., however, Ukrainians have leveraged it in ways that were unintentional and not part of our uh, any agreement, she said. Yeah, so you can expect, I don't know, uh, major sanctions against Starlink. Maybe the government will just take it over anyway. Yeah, this is what you get for helping the evil people. You think you'll be rewarded for that? You think you'll be thanked for that? No, they'll take advantage of you, and then they'll punish you if you try to stop helping them anymore so yeah starlink satellites turning on in ukraine to oppose russia in and of itself was an act of war like you were participating in the war already don't know why you're surprised at this but we showed yesterday the fact that the drones being used by the ukrainians are being filled with a essentially a nerve gas which is a war crime so there's that Finally, we have this story. James O'Keefe on paid leave from Project Veritas. We'll get into this. This has spawned a number of threads, uh, theories, conspiracies. A coup took place at Project Veritas, and we will get into it a little bit later. Uh, There was also just a massive hearing on Twitter yesterday. We'll show you some highlights from that as well. Very big show still to come. Stay with us, folks. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us, won't you? Introducing InfoWars, super high-end supplement line at up to 50% off what these same formulas are sold for in stores. It's InfoWars MD, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. We have a new line of super quality CBD oils that are incredibly good for your entire body at InfoWarsStore.com. We have Libido RX, Better Mood, Nitric Boost, Mushroom Max, Powerful Nootropic, Ageless Vitality Collagen, Superfood Greens, and more. Our turmeric formula is 95% humanoid, the strongest and best on the market. These formulas and more under the InfoWars MD banner are at InfoWarsStore.com. They are private labeled clones of the top brands in the country for up to 50% off where you're going to find them in stores and on other online stores. This is our new InfoWars MD incredible line.
I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Good news is that Sean's added a bunch of new music to our uh, rotation. The bad news is now I just want to sit here and listen to it. No time for that, though. We have so much to cover. One of the biggest stories yesterday, pretty incredible, uh, actually, you know, a lot of pretty incredible moments during the Twitter hearing. Story at InfoWars, Representative Clay Higgins tells Twitter executives 2020 election interference could result in their arrest. You also have this uh, story that has a list of some of the best videos from this under oath questioning of the Twitter exec board by Congress yesterday. Uh, Infowars headline is this videos former Twitter execs squirm as they're told they could be arrested for election interference. Former Twitter executives looked at times uncomfortable but betrayed their staunch anti free speech biases during a House Oversight Committee hearing on Wednesday. I have like 20 of these videos. We got to pick and choose which uh, which are the best, but probably the biggest one and most appropriate one is this one by Representative Clay Higgins. Let's go to clip number 28 here. Representative Clay Higgins to former Twitter executives. This is just the investigation part. After this comes the arrest. Let's watch. Um Bottom line is that the FBI had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking. They knew it would hurt the Biden campaign. So the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election. Knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Your attorneys are familiar with that. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen doing depositions surely yet to come. But for right now, I yield the balance of my time to my colleague, Mr. Jordan. Be a good start. Of course, also... Yesterday, they were confronted with – well, they 
the, the accusation is that people like Yoel Roth claimed to you know, not take part in certain certain censorship campaigns, but Elon Musk runs the company now, and he's released a lot of their internal documents, so you could tell that that was a lie. So on top of the crime they committed by helping to steal an entire election, they lied under oath, which is a crime they should be punished for. No one is above the law, we keep hearing, but only when it has to do with Donald Trump. It's a good start. It's good. Talking about arrests, it's a very good start. Let's see some arrests. Let's see some actual action on this. Let's set some precedent here. Let's send a warning shot across the bow of any big tech executive. This is the way to do it. The way you do it is you target the people at the top and you take them out politically, legally, right? This is the way to solve a lot of different problems. Do you think the people at Facebook and Twitter and YouTube would be so cavalier with their censorship if they actually thought that they would lose their extremely comfortable lifestyles? Do you think these people are are so staunchly, you know, resistance, they believe in their stance so strongly they're willing to go to jail for it? Of course not. They only do this stuff because they know they can get away with it. The instant that they start suffering punishment for their crimes, they're going to stop doing the crimes, and they're going to make sure their underlings don't do the crimes. And again, this is the way that you do it. You don't target the underlings. You don't you know, find some you know, poor engineer that they throw under the bus and target them. You target the people at the very top because then the people at the very top of all of the big tech companies send out memos to all of their underlings going, uh, hey, I really don't want to go to jail, so go ahead and, and review all of your practices right now, right now. Do it right now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Do it right now and, and make sure to do it all legally and document everything and don't, you know, don't do anything wrong because I'm the one that's going to pay if something goes wrong and I'm your boss, so do what I say or else I'm going to jail. Like, that's all it takes. And I've, I've advocated this for a while as um, a way to defeat illegal immigration as well. You know, if you have some company that employs 10,000 illegal immigrants because they can pay them less than living wage and steal jobs from Americans, you just – you throw one CEO in jail for 20 years. Every other CEO is frantically firing all of their illegal immigrants immediately. Like they're like, oh, a pay cut? No problem. I'll take a big pay cut. Just I just don't want to go to jail for the rest of my life and lose my mansion and my private jet. I live a very good life. I don't want that taken away from me. So do what has to be done to protect me from the legal consequences of my actions. That's what needs to be done. This is a, uh, but it needs to be done. It doesn't need to be talked about. It needs to be, needs to be done. They don't believe your threats because those threats have been hollow thus far. Uh, but uh, this goes on and on. Let's go to, let's go to uh, clip number 25 here. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about uh, Twitter banning and censoring the president of the United States as well as herself. Let's watch. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Baker, Ms. Gaddy, Mr. Roth, and Ms. Navaroli. You can consider your speech canceled during my time because you canceled mine. You see, you permanently banned my personal Twitter account, and it was my campaign account also. So let's talk about election interference, shall we? January 2nd, 2002, you permanently banned my Twitter account. This was the account that I would put my campaign ads on, raise money on, fight back when attacked with lies, and be able to talk to my voters in my district. But you banned it. And then let me explain. 
My account was not reinstated until November 21st, 2022. That was after my election on November 8th. You know, at your company, or your former company, where you worked, Twitter employees, over 98% of them donate to Democrats. So while you coordinated with DHS, the FBI, the CIA, our government, and outside groups to permanently ban, shadow ban conservative Americans and candidates like me, and the former president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump, you were censoring and wrongfully violating our First Amendment free speech rights. Guess what? None of you hold security clearances. None of you are elected. And none of you represent 750,000 people like I do. Let's explain. 52 United States Law 10101. No person shall intimidate, threaten, coerce, or attempt to stop any other person for the purpose of interfering with their rights to vote or to vote as he may choose. You didn't shadow ban or permanently ban my Democrat opponent. No, you did that to me. And that was wrong, and it was against the law. She was the only one to do this. Representative Boebert had a similar uh, statement to make. Let's go to clip 31 quickly here. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff, and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. I am angry for the millions of Americans who were silenced because of your decisions, because of your actions, because of your collusion with the federal government. They can't reach out to Elon. They can't sit here today and hold you into account. We don't know. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot to get to today. We're going to talk about the Project Veritas coup that took place. We're going to uh, get more into the story of uh, from Seymour Hirsch explaining how the Nord Stream 2 pipeline was destroyed and who destroyed it. A lot to talk about. But of course, you know, one of the biggest, it's like all, you know, we can have all the truth in the world, but if a tree falls in the forest, no one's around to hear it, does it even make a sound, right? If you, if you have all the truth in the world, but you're sitting alone in a cave yelling at the walls, well, what does it matter? We need to be able to 
actually spread the truth to people who need to hear it. So without the ability to access the channels of information such as Twitter and other big tech platforms, then whatever we do here is is stuck here. So, you know, this is sort of a superlative issue here. It's on top of all of it. It, it connects everything that we do here. As again, we can talk about the Hunter Biden laptop, but if nobody can see that story, if that story is taken down because the FBI doesn't want it to get out, then what's the point? So we're going to watch a few more clips from this Twitter hearing yesterday, but we'll just watch a few more and then we'll expand on it. We'll also talk about how the uh, Democrats are reacting to this. <laughs> okay, great. Let's, uh, let's first go to – we'll first go to clip number 26 because, again, it's, not, it's the Hunter Biden laptop. It's the blatant political censorship and persecution where a Democratic company is censoring Republican leaders right before their election. But also there's the medical misinformation, so-called, that justified removing well-respected scientists and doctors from their platforms for saying something that disagreed with some international bureaucracy's hate speech guidelines or disinformation guidelines. Not just stopping the information getting out, but that information could have very well been life-saving. So God only knows how many people died or been made seriously ill or been subject to major vaccine side effects that they were unaware of because of the censorship that took place. Again, this is not some minor deal. This is not some petty thing that the Republicans are just like, oh, we are, you know, we, you should treat us nicer. No, no. The manipulation of the public square has life and death consequences as well as historical consequences as it can alter the entire trajectory of a nation. This is a big deal. So let's get into some of the medical misinformation now. Clip number 26 is Representative Nancy Mace going after a Twitter user or Twitter chief censor, essentially, lawyer, uh, Vajada, uh, something, something, Gade. Uh, let's go to clip number 26. May I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing... You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices... My next question is the U.S. government. Oh, excuse me. I have another chart I want to show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. <laughs> They're just liars. Of course, they, they weren't pretending to be doctors. They were doing the legwork of 
the people at the top, the World Economic Forum and the, the World Health Organization who issued guidelines that the big tech snapped to attention. Yes, sir, we'll, we'll institute those right away, sir. Oh, the CDC is saying something different? Ban the CDC. Harvard medical doctors are contradicting you? Ban the medical doctors, right? It's, it's not that they're pretending to be doctors. It's that they are helping to uphold the prescribed narrative of the international billionaires. Okay, glad we glad we covered that. Again, we'll get we'll get into the Democratic response in just a second. Uh, next, I want to go to this clip. This is Yoel Roth, the actual lead censor of Twitter at the time, uh, complaining about Elon Musk. Let's just, let's just go to this clip. Uh, Yoel Roth, Elon Musk, clip number thirty six. He said he made the decision to share a defamatory allegation of me, a gay Jewish man. Let's watch. Elon Musk also made the decision to share a defamatory allegation that I support or condone pedophilia. And this lie led directly to a wave of homophobic and anti-Semitic threats and harassment against me, of which Twitter has removed vanishingly little. And following the Daily Mail's decision to publish where I live, ultimately I had to leave my home and sell it. Those are the consequences for this type of online harassment and speech. Okay, what are the consequences of allowing child pornography on your site, Yoel? <laughs> it's just like, and and there's 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 so many clips. Yes, I, sign up to the offlimits.news substack because you'll get all the clips and be able to download them yourself. Some of these are like five minutes long. I just can't play the whole thing. But, you know, they go after Yoel Roth for letting child pornography Run wild on his site, not doing anything to stop it, not removing it, even when it's requested by the people in the video. Even when they have like legal demands to take it down, they just don't. And it's just like, oh, sorry, sorry, they accused you of supporting pedophilia when you allow that to take place, but ruthlessly destroy anybody who questions the COVID pandemic or who questions joe biden or who posts the hunter biden laptop you're very efficient at taking that out oh, but when it comes to you know exploitative picture of the sex slaves ah, it's all kind of uh, well we, we don't want to tread on people's free speech after all we're overstretched we can't we don't have the resources to deal with all of this it's uh oh oh sorry you got called a, a supporter of pedophilia because you support pedophilia i feel so bad for you and of course just the most typical response is like <laughs> Do you know that I'm gay and Jewish? You're not allowed to criticize me or say things about me or else other people are going to also think those things about me. And that's stochastic terrorism and I have to move mansions. <laughs> wow, amazing. And uh, I want to hear from Matt here. So we'll just do this one more clip. Uh, this is AOC. Just just calm down, lady. Just why is everything a, a shrieking fit of hysteria with this woman? It's really – unbearable so we'll only we'll do the short clip of her uh here's aoc just just can't understand what's going on let's watch oh clip uh it's the first one sorry it's in the fold here 21 maybe 20 clip 20 a whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation that is why we are here right now and it is it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment. But I'll go into it. Ms. Yeah, we're all embarrassed. AOC, we're all embarrassed at you. 
It's just like this is the committee interviewing the Twitter executives. So that's what you're doing now, okay? You can do that other stuff later at other times. Or you can – like I didn't hear this complaint when we've spent month after month after month dealing with a, a rowdy crowd uh, tracking mud through the Capitol. That apparently is the biggest deal ever. I didn't hear sh- you know shrieking complaints when there was – Year after year of the Russia collusion nonsense that we had to, you know, be run through. But this is too far. This actually being concerned about the open and blatant censorship by the FBI, by the government itself of not just American citizens, but actual elected representatives also censoring medical information that could very well save lives. It's kind of a big deal, AOC. Also... Did you miss the part where the Hunter Biden story was not fake at all and was totally real? Like, why are you on this committee if you don't understand basic facts? It's weird. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there. And your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive. It empowers your body. It's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. The eugenicists, over 100 years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Twitter executives got an earful yesterday. They're also caught in various instances lying about what they were involved in, including the banning of political representatives platform we'll go to one more video then i want to hear from matt one more video yoel roth again i just like i just like it when liberals are confronted with their own words and they have to act appalled at what they themselves said it's it's hilarious it's good it's funny let's go to uh, clip 35 here yoel roth having to answer 
for calling the Trump administration literal Nazis. Let's watch. Gentleman yields back. I'll recognize myself now for questioning. The Biden family investigation begins with the story of how big tech, the media, former intelligence agents, and the Bidens themselves suppressed the story of Hunter Biden's laptop weeks before the 2020 election. Today, we're hearing from Twitter executives who buried the New York Post laptop story, claiming it violated the platform's hacked materials policy. In reality, the Twitter executives were hostile towards conservatives and biased towards anyone who opposed their points of view. For example, Mr. Roth, did you write this tweet? I regret the language that I used in some of my former tweets, but yes, I did post that. And I'll read the tweet so it's in the record. Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Mr. Roth, do you think all conservatives are Nazis? Certainly not, sir. What about the hundreds of people who worked in the Trump administration? Certainly not. Did Ms. Gaddy or any other lawyer at Twitter ever tell you to take down that tweet? No, Twitter did not have a practice of restricting employees sharing their personal viewpoints on the service. Yeah, just restricting, you know, users from sharing their personal views on the platform. Everyone who's conservative is a Nazi. It's just like, so you're censoring conservatives? They're like, how dare you say that anti-Semitic thing? It's just like, wow. Now we're doing so good. Uh, everything's going so good. All right, we have a lot, we have a lot more to talk about. But uh, Matt, what's your what's your take on this? And well, again, yeah, I think it goes beyond response. you know uh, the sharing and dissemination of information or, or you know restricting that. When you look at uh, the actual fact of banning people on Twitter, right? Because in air quotes, they want to uh, stifle ex- extremism. When really, what that does is it pro- proliferates it. Think about it, right? Because it drives them to other platforms, you know, where they're going to be introduced to content like that, right? Extreme content. And uh, it's very similar to what happened, uh, I think, you know, during the Trump administration where we saw a lot of censorship. When people can't communicate in the digital sphere, right, they'll they'll try to go to do marches and, and you know, patriot rally. And they, they tend to, to want to be peaceful, but what happens, you know, when people get together in the streets, you throw an antagonist in the mix and then you can whip up mob mentality and the optics are horrible and it's just not good for anybody. So in a sense, they're actually driving extremism by censoring people on the Internet and it's counter to their stated mission. But, you know, that's not going to stop them. Are you suggesting they're hypocrites? Are you suggesting liberals are hypocrites? This is the first time hearing of this. I can't believe you would accuse them of such a thing. It's a crazy world. <laughs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, but I mean obviously they must have done the calculus because, again, they were doing this in cooperation with holding hands with essentially uh, the FBI. So, I mean this was all, this was all part of their program uh, and, that, and you know, part of that was uh, discussed as well. But, again, the, the Democrats are just like acting like this is no big deal. They're just acting like – I just see tweets where it's like – they're, the Republicans are taking this valuable time to deal with their personal Twitter accounts, and it's like when Twitter is censoring an elected representative, they're not just silencing that elected representative. They're silencing the hundreds of thousands of people who cast a vote for that person. They are essentially saying that they themselves know better than the entire population of a congressional district. 
So, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. It's also a big deal. This is being done at the behest of and in concert with the American government and the spy state apparatus. And yet they want to act like this is just no big deal. Just and you can just imagine if it was on the other side, you can just imagine if the shoe was on the other foot and just how hysterical they would be. I mean, even the I, I you know what even happened recently where cnn or somebody got got kicked off it was like some leftist got kicked off and all of twitter like exploded it was like this is unacceptable how dare you and just like oh the whole mainstream media transforms into free speech warriors the instant one of their users gets suspended for it was it was tweeting out yeah it was the elon musk uh his location they were tweeting out his location because people were like trying to hunt him down he was with his kids and so Twitter's like, if you post my location, we're going to take your tweet down. The journalists post his location. They take the tweet down and all the leftists freak out like that's a horrible thing. But when it got, you know, so like doxing where a child is so people can attack it, they're like infuriated that that gets taken down. But when it's the FBI demanding that true information about a political candidate for the presidency of the United States gets taken down, uh, suddenly we could be focusing on more important things. These people are just so shameless. Sucks we have to even exist with them. It's horrible. Uh, we're going to move on now to some other topics. We still have just so many videos, so much to get to. We're going to get into the Project Veritas stuff here just a second. But first, I want to tell you that we were kicked off Twitter, specifically Alex Jones, as one of the first test cases. People could have stood up and prevented the snowball rolling down the hill, just put a stop to it, nip it in the bud right away they didn't they chose instead to believe that well alex jones is particularly bad so it's good that he got canceled by apple and spotify and twitter and youtube and every other platform all in exactly the same day and i really think you you have to think they thought that would have been a death blow you really have to think they thought we got him we took him down he can't use our platforms anymore how will he survive the answer to that question is, of course, band.video and Infowars.com. It was a major blow when we got kicked off of social media. I still need to find, I've never found the I need to find the clip during the trial of the woman who literally like got a doctorate, like spent years studying why Infowars was so uh, influential, why Alex Jones himself was so influential, and just the numbers she rattles off where she's like, Alex Jones was more influential and had a greater impact on American politics than Rush Limbaugh and like Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder combined by a factor of five. Like the effect that we had on social media when we were still allowed there, monumental, just unparalleled. And so they had to kick us off. Obviously, we were too popular, doing too well. But it didn't destroy us because Alex Jones saw this coming and set up an alternative funding metric, an alternative process by which we did not have to rely on big tech. That is, of course, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is not just a place for you to get fantastic supplements or great gear or gifts for your families and friends. It's not just a way to fund The Alex Jones Show. It is a weapons array in the information war. It is a tactic and a policy that has kept us alive and fighting to this day and still being a thorn in their side and still dominating the headlines and still having a major impact on the culture. That's all because you 
And people like you went to InfoWarsStore.com and kept us on the air. And again, we are, we're all in on this. We are running until the tank is empty. You can refill our tank by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Ultimate Bone Broth Plus. It's still 25% off. Uh, I've been seeing people post pictures receiving it on Twitter. Everybody's excited. There's also brand new products, a whole plethora of them, whole new lines of products at InfoWarsStore.com that are now available, such as 1776 Testosterone Boost. It promotes healthy testosterone levels, promotes promotes physical strength and energy. It's really for men and uh, boys of all ages. 1776 Testosterone Boost is a dietary supplement for men, which provides a proprietary powerhouse formula, which promotes increased testosterone production within normal levels, improved strength, and physical performance. 1776 Testosterone Boost additionally supports increased lean muscle, stamina, and libido. This brand new product contains the highest grade extracts and potent dosages of both Fidagio and Long Jack. 1776 Testosterone Boost. It also contains 600 milligrams of premium uh, ashwagandha can never say that right ashwagandha extract KSM 66 which promotes muscle mass muscle strength and healthy cortisol levels you know usually we like to avoid things that are hard to uh, are hard to pronounce but these aren't things that are hard to pronounce because there's some unholy you know coagulation of chemicals in some lab somewhere they have to invent a latin term to come up with it's because these are foreign extracts these are uh, things that have been around forever just natural products that people have known have been incredibly powerful forever we simply listen to the traditional medicine we combine it with the most modern technology and science available to bring you the best product in the world ever in all of history 1776 testosterone boost ultimate bone broth plus whatever you do support us at infowarsstore.com we'll be back for the second hour your phone calls and tons more stories stay with us I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. We were at the State Department, the number two of the State Department, and Joe Biden threatened to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. Watch. I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But but how will you how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? 
we will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do that. So then the pipelines actually blew up. These are the pipelines that bring natural gas from Eastern Europe to Western Europe to keep the European economy going. And they exploded, causing the single largest human-caused environmental disaster in all of history. And again, setting Europe on the road to actual poverty. So it was an unpopular event, and Joe Biden denied any responsibility. In fact, he blamed Russia. Joe Biden and his whole administration told us that somehow Russia, for reasons they never made clear, just because they're evil, had sabotaged their own energy pipeline. Watch this. It was a, a deliberate act of sabotage, and now the Russians are pumping out disinformation and lies. So that was in September, and it was obvious from the very first day, well, that's not true. It's not that Vladimir Putin is too good a person to blow up Nord Stream, but, like, why would he? It only hurts him. And, by the way, it really hurts Western Europe. But a lot of media outlets repeated that lie dutifully. That's what they do, and attacked us as Putin stooges for having questions about it. Well, we know a lot more now. There have been a number of official investigations of what happened, and not one has found any evidence of Russian involvement. And now we have the actual answer to what happened. Oh, the Biden administration did it. For real. Investigative reporter Seymour Hersh, who's been around for more than 50 years, just wrote a piece on Substack that includes this, quote, Last June, the Navy divers, U.S. Navy divers, operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Ball Tops 22, planted remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. Now, this piece continues. It's probably the most comprehensive news story you will read this year. Seymour Hersh on Substack, you should read it. And it recounts in detail meetings with the National Security Advisor at the White House, where this was planned, exactly what explosives were used, how they were triggered by what aircraft on what day. So many details in here that it is not possible that it's not true. It is true. And in fact, no one in a high level in the U.S. government is denying it with any specificity and said the White House is just dismissing this utterly false. And no reporters are following up on this. Amazing. Aaron Maté is following up on it. He's with the Gray Zone. He joins us tonight. Aaron, I, I don't remember the last time I saw a story this well reported. It wasn't in the New York Times. Hirsch's former employer. They wouldn't have run it. But the fact that nobody at the White House briefing today even asked about this story makes me think we are becoming North Korea. Tucker, this is a case where you have the motive. Uh, the U.S. has long been trying to stop the Nord Stream 2 because, as Cy Hirsch's story points out, uh, the U.S. has recognized that if Nord Stream 2 goes online, that will make it a lot more difficult for the U.S. to wage a proxy war against Russia because Germany will not want to be on board with cutting off its source of cheap energy. So the U.S. found an answer to that problem. They blew it up. And it's interesting. Hirsch reports that the planning for this operation began in late 2021. And that's when Russian forces were massing on the border of Ukraine and there was a threat of the invasion. But something else happened. Russia, in that same month of December 2021, when planning was underway at the White House to blow up Nord Stream 2, Russia also submitted draft treaties to the U.S. and NATO laying out detailed proposals for the U.S. NATO to resolve their issues, to roll back NATO military well, folks, there is the great Tucker Carlson being the only person in the mainstream media to even mention this story. Probably one of the biggest stories of the year already, and we'll get into it on the other side, as well as what's going down at Project Veritas, as well as open up the phone lines for your calls. A very big hour ahead, and then we'll be joined by Josh Lekic in the third hour to interview him about American culture. 
still a lot to come. Stay tuned. This is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. We are opening up phone lines right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Still to come this hour, we will be talking about the bombshell story by Seymour Hirsch. Which is like, maybe there's just like a certain critical mass that you hit as a journalist if you're so good for so long, more stories like this just open up to you because you get the access that you need. But it's just like the number of stories that this dude has broken. It's absolutely incredible. I don't know if there's a single journalist who's had more of an impact than uh, Seymour Hirsch. And he's done it again with this expose about what was behind the destruction of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. So we're talking about that. We'll be talking about uh, some other Ukrainian war stuff and also getting into Project Veritas and what is going on there. A number of other stories as well. Anything you want to talk about, give us a call, 1-877-789-2539. So the story is on Seymour Hersh's Substack, seymourhersh.substack.com, how America took out the Nord Stream pipeline. And again, he's not speculating here. I mean, we we I guess you could call what we do speculating on this because – you know, when you hear the Biden administration say, we're going to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline and then the Nord Stream pipeline blows up, I don't really need to do any more investigation into that. You look at who benefits from it. You look at who has the means to carry this out. Couldn't have been some, you know, non-state terrorist group. Like, do you think Al-Qaeda has Navy divers? That <laughs> makes no sense. It had to be a, It had to be a state who did this. Russia clearly didn't make any sense. Like, there was only one real, like, you know, suspect in this crime, and that was a Western power of some sort. One of the people on our side when it comes to Ukraine. But this isn't speculation. This is information from the inside. He says, last June, the Navy divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Baltrops 22 planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of four of the Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. Again, not speculation, actual inside information exposing this. Of course, the White House has denied this. The CIA has denied this. But do I even need to explain how little you can trust those two organizations. Biden's decision to sabotage the pipelines came after more than nine months of highly secret back-and-forth debate inside Washington's national security community about how best to achieve that goal, which is also kind of a funny way to put it, right? No discussion as to whether or not it was a good goal. No discussion as to whether this goal would contribute or detract from some wider foreign policy objectives. Just we want to blow up the Nord Stream Pipeline, tons of discussion on how we do that and how we get away with it. Incredible. For much of that time, the issue was not whether to do the mission but how to get it done with no overt clue as to who was responsible. (laughs) Here's a problem. The overt clue of who's responsible is the fact that you announced you were going to do it, you idiots. 
There was vital bureaucratic reason for relying on the graduates of the center, this uh, Navy Diving Center's hardcore diving school in Panama City. The divers were Navy only and not members of America's Special Operations Command, whose covert operations must be reported to Congress and briefed in advance to the Senate and House leadership, the so-called Gang of Eight. The Biden administration was doing everything possible to avoid leaks as the planning took place first in late 2021 and into the first months of 2022. President Biden and his foreign policy team, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, and Victoria Newland, the understate uh, of Undersecretary of State for Policy had been vocal and consistent in their hostility to the two pipelines, which ran side by side for 750 miles under the Baltic Sea and from two different ports in northeastern Russia near the Estonian border, passing close to the Danish island of Bornholm before ending in northern Germany. The direct route, which bypassed any need to transit Ukraine, had been a boon for the German economy, which enjoyed an abundance of cheap Russian natural gas, enough to run its factories and heat its homes while enabling German distributors to sell excess gas out of profits throughout Western Europe. Actions that could be traced to the administration would violate U.S. promises to minimize direct conflict with Russia. Secrecy was essential. Again, it's almost impossible to truly lay out the seriousness of what the Obama, what the uh, Biden administration did here. I almost said Obama administration because it's kind of what it is. But like obviously this was an attack, a direct attack on Russia, an act of war against a nuclear-armed superpower that we have not declared war against, that we have not had a debate about going to war with, just a terrorist attack by the American government with no discernible positive effects except that it forced Europe to join us in a pointless proxy war in Ukraine. So first of all, you're attacking Russia with no provocation opening the door for reprisals in which Americans and American, the American economy probably will suffer. I mean, w- would you blame Russia if they came in and dropped a bomb on the colonial pipeline or if they you know, sabotaged any of our infrastructure? Could you really say that they were acting out of sorts? I mean, they're, it's a tit for tat. This is you open the door for that when you are the one who does it. So, I mean, that alone – Incredible. Then there's the ecological effects, the pouring of natural gas by the millions of gallons into the ocean. The, this by people who are ready and willing to like imprison you for daring to eat an extra hamburger next month. Like you understand how serious they are about climate change and protecting the earth, but also simultaneously they're going to bomb the biggest gas pipeline in the world underneath the ocean and let it spew for hours if not days before something could be done about it so like just you got the attack on russia you got the ecological damage that's being caused it's also attack on our supposed allies in germany destroying their economy and impoverishing a huge number of germans who have to pay tons of extra you know percentage of their income just to heat their homes down i mean this was an attack on our allies it was attack on russia it was an attack on the American people in a lot of ways by lying about this and trying to actually use this claiming it was Russia that did. I mean, this is just a false flag in every sense of the word. There was absolutely no benefit from this whatsoever. We are being run by psychopathic warmongers like Victoria Newland, like Anthony Blinken, both of which, by the way, have parents who immigrated from Ukraine. Like, is this not a, a big part of like, why is this not a big discussion of this? Because they're Jewish. Because you're because it's anti-Semitic to say that like they 
it would be suspicious with any other group if everybody in the Biden administration was named, you know, was was Italian and we were blowing up pipelines to start a proxy war in Italy. Wouldn't you have questions about that? These are all people from Ukraine. Their parents were from Ukraine. (laughs) They all come over here and start a war in Ukraine. So these are just like – these people are psychopaths. These people are insane, and they're willing to push a nuclear-armed Russia to the brink and beyond the brink. They just openly attack them, and they're not going to be the ones to pay for it. We are. It'll be our kids that get sent over. It'll be our sons and daughters that get recruited into the army to go die on some godforsaken battlefield. Well, they're the ones who performed a coup in Ukraine, who – created and exacerbated a color revolution in Ukraine to oust the duly elected president while he was like, you know, on a trip somewhere. I mean, the the whole thing is just a litany of subversion and manipulation and foreign policy that is suicidal in nature. Why do we allow these people to run our country? It is completely insane. And they're also all completely tied in together with corporations and the NGOs that they all operate together. We we can pull up the chart, right? Anthony Blinken, West exec, founded by the same person that founded the Century for the New American Security, which is, you know, run by Victoria Newland's husband with PNAG. I mean, it's just they're they're all in the same cabal and they are just using America to wage war on Russia for no purpose whatsoever when it comes to the American people. Like, no benefit for us whatsoever, and they're just doing it. And they're doing it with the violence of terrorists. And the mainstream media is covering it up for them and not exposing it and letting them get away with it. We'll pay the price. We really will. InfoWars is winning. InfoWars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were going to be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals, and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're going to win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, t-shirts, you name it, that fund the InfoWar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyop, but some of you have. Do not let the globalists brainwash you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com keep us on the air. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with the globalists. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order. We've
we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. The Seymour Hirsch article really reads like a spy novel. Except instead of James Bond, you have Jake Sullivan. Right, just incredible. But I, I mean, he's not just again. This article is not just like speculation. It's not just like little evidence here or there. It's like the whole thing. It's step by step how this happened. He says first he goes through how they were trying to stop the Nord Stream pipeline two from being built in the first place. I don't think I need to remind you that at the time that this was being suggested and and first built. Donald Trump gave a speech to the U.N. where he warned Germany that they would be too reliant on Russian gas. They were essentially giving him – giving Russia levers of control over the German economy and and energy production. He was laughed at, literally laughed at. They were openly mocking and laughing at him when he was telling the truth. Of course, you have to wonder if all of this was part of the plan. So they tried to stop it through various – you know, legal or, or, you know, sanction type stuff. And they go through that for a while, but eventually it gets uh, approved anyway. And Russia starts massing troops on the border. And that's when the narrative picks up. It says the administration's attention once again was focused on Nord Stream. As long as Europe remained dependent on the pipelines for cheap natural gas, Washington was afraid that countries like Germany would be reluctant to supply Ukraine with the money and weapons it needed to defeat Russia. It was at this unsettled moment that Biden authorized Jake Sullivan to bring together an interagency group to come up with a plan. In December of 2021, two months before the first Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine, Jake Sullivan convened a meeting of a newly formed task force, men and women from the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the CIA and the State Department and Treasury Departments, and asked for recommendations about how to respond to Putin's impending invasion. They would, you know, kick around a couple options, but there was really only one that they were pushing for. What became clear to participants, according to sources with direct knowledge of the process, is that Sullivan intended for the group to come up with a plan for the destruction of the two Nord Stream pipelines and that he was delivering on the desires of the president. Over the next several meetings, the participants debated options for an attack. The Navy proposed using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force discussed dropping bombs with delayed fuses that could be set off remotely. The CIA argued that whatever was done, it had to be covert. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that room. Just picture that the, the classic meme of just like, uh, what if what if we just don't launch an attack against a nuclear armed dress? And he's just thrown out the window. Ah! Right? And it's like, get out of here. Get out of here. We're starting a war here. We're starting and aggravating a proxy war against what has been our ally up till now. How dare you suggest that we don't blow up this piece of infrastructure for no discernible reason? Throughout all of this scheming, the source said, some working guys at the CIA and the State Department were saying, don't do this. It's stupid. It will be a political nightmare if it comes out. 
To which I'm sure the response is, <laughs> comes out from where? We control the media. They're going to do what we say and report what we say unquestioningly. They always do. This is why having independent media is so important. Nevertheless, in early 2022, the CIA working group reported back to Sullivan's interagency group, we have a way to blow up the pipelines. They're like, this is illegal and an act of war and we'll have major political you know, backlash and could get us involved in a massive conflict with a nuclear-armed superpower. But here's the plan on how to do it exactly, and we're, we're very excited about this opportunity. It's just like, wow, fantastic. Tell you what, my solution to this, everybody mentioned in this article, put them in a crate, send them to Russia. Just like, we're sorry we didn't uh, know about this. We didn't have anything to do with it. Don't blame us. Don't attack us, Russia. It was these people. It was Jake Sullivan and uh, Joe Biden, whoever's ordering them around. It was Anthony Blinken and Victoria Newland. You can have them. We don't want them. They're nothing but trouble for us. They do nothing positive for the American people. They are incapable of doing their jobs to any degree that, you know, would, would – you know, the Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, like we are more vulnerable than we've ever have been before because of the actions of these people. So you have them, but put them through whatever legal process you think is, is right and necessary. We don't even need to have some sort of international tri- tribunal thing. Just you have them. Just give them to Russia. If, if that's what it takes, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I'm willing to send the whole upper, upper echelon of these people. Just send them to Russia. Again, just literally put them, on a, put them in a box. To Putin, have fun, Merry Christmas, love the American people, goodbye. Just send them away, and they can do with them what they will. Because I don't want to have to pay the price for this. We already are, obviously, right? Because the Ukraine war is driving up gas prices, they say, as they blow up a gas pipeline, right? They're just causing trouble for us. They're just causing us pain. And by the way, we're also allied with the Ukraine, which is, as we've seen over and over again, just openly committing war crimes and filming it and posting it on TikTok. So, like, screw these people, screw Ukraine, screw their entire cabal, send them to Russia, and let Putin use them for target practice. I literally couldn't care less. Let's go to your phone calls now. Uh, Max from Kansas is skipping school. Thanks for calling in, Max. You're on the air about Biden's State of the Union. What did you think? Uh, that was awful. Uh, and first of all, I want to agree with you. Yeah, that is the only solution I thought we had. Just put them in a crate. Ship them. I, I I don't care. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> complete and utter agreement with you. Um, <laughs> I I got a snow day, so I'm excited to be calling in. Uh, you know, it's Fantastic. funny. I still feel like I'm more able to call in more uh, this year than the last two because I've I've been sick lately. Had a few snow days. Sometimes I just don't want to go because I just don't want to. And so I call. But these uh, past few days, uh, State of the Union, I can't I can't get it out of my mind. I mean, it just amazes me that some people are, I mean, are actually willing to listen to a liar like him. I mean, I mean, Trump's right. I, mean, I, I can't think of any other politician as corrupt as Joe Biden. I mean, I mean, my goodness. And on top of that, pretending like he's he's the common man representing the working class of America and people in poverty. And he knows what we're going through when it comes to paying ridiculous amounts of money on food, gas, and bills. And, you know what I mean? Like, give me a break, dude. His administration is so disconnected from people and just the way Americans live their lives. If you were to ask any of them what the cost of a carton of eggs is, they wouldn't be able to answer. Ask them what the cost of a gallon of milk. They could. They couldn't tell you. But it's just so disgusting to see them so desperately trying to paint this picture that they're here to help us and they're fighting for. It's literally a joke. Like these elitist scumbags have no idea what people like like you or me go through here. So I mean, I mean, especially, especially.
especially you, you're a homeowner, you have, you have a kid, you've got bills to pay and groceries to buy. I mean, their policies are destroying our country and our livelihood. Um, but, you know, more specifically, respond to what he was, what he was saying, um, you know, Americans are saving thousands of dollars every year in this administration. Re- really? Because of your economic policy, 63% of Americans, I think is what it was, are living paycheck to paycheck, with half of those being people who actually make six figures, right. which is a historic high. With every single year, inflation worsening, and Americans continue to become financially worse off than they were the year before. Or saying he just cares so much about veterans and getting them, getting them, um, or, and their veterans getting cancer from toxic smoke in Iraq and Afghanistan. We need to do something about this. Guess what, Joe? You supported those wars from day one and yep. policies that put them there. Oh, but, but wait, Harrison, he, he, on, on the campaign trail in 2020, Biden said, I've opposed the Iraq war since day one. <laughs> really? Here, maybe you may not just remember, Joe, you old fart, but let me remind you then that you voted for it. You voted to send troops to Iraq, a war based on lies and wages for financial gain of government officials here. But not to mention his full support of the wars in Serbia in 99, giving, uh, or giving authorization to President Clinton to do that, and Libya and Syria on the Obama administration. Oh, yeah. You're, 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 exa- the, the you're exactly right, Max. We, we got to go to break. I wish I could let you keep going because, yeah, that's a problem when you're in government for 45 years or whatever it is. We have a long history of you being wrong about everything. Great call, Max. We'll be back on the other side with more of your call. Stay with us. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there, and your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks, out to your phone calls momentarily. I I like the way that Jake Shields on Twitter characterized this. The CIA said Russia blew up the Nord Stream pipeline when it was us. The CIA said Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation when it was real. The CIA said Trump colluded with Russia. Well, they were colluding with big tech. So they were colluding with big tech to make sure their cover stories weren't questioned as they claimed that Trump was colluding with Russia, that they were trying to start a war with. Yeah, we're in trouble, folks. We're in trouble. We're being run by just – I don't want to overuse the word psychopath, but I can't think of – what else these people are. They have no concern for the actual real-world effects of what they do. I mean, they just do it. They just do these things and just trust that they have the power to silence the media, silence people speaking up uh, against it. And if people 
refuse to be silent, then they'll just call them terrorists and spy on them and arrest them for, you know, something else. It's just ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It is in every single cell of our body politic is infected with this cancer. Something has to be done about it. Looks like Lynn in Indianapolis is maybe on the same page as me. Lynn, you called in about the condemned USA. Thanks for calling in. Lynn, you're on the air. Yes, sir. Um, I was at the Reawakening America tour, and I met Trennis Evans there, and he is attempting to get change of venue for the January 6th uh, detainees. Are you trying to get what for the January 6th detainees? Uh, change of oh, venue. Oh, change of venue. Yeah, so it's not being tried in D.C. Right. Because sure. they can't get a fair trial there. Right. You know, and Laura Logan was on, was giving her presentation and brought him up to share her time with him, and he made an appeal for help. And they brought sacks out, and people stood in line to put money in his sack. His presentation was so awesome. Hmm. I'm I'm getting choked up, you know, because it's emotional for me, you know, that that they hold these people like this without a fair hearing for so long. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. I mean, America has no place to talk about any other foreign country mistreating its citizens. What's being done to the January 6th protesters? I mean, we have stories today. I mean, there's almost a story every single day about the, the abuse of the January 6th protest, even people that weren't involved. Stuart Rhodes was convicted and sentenced to, I believe, 40 years in prison. Never entered the Capitol, never told anybody to enter the Capitol, was totally unarmed. When he found out members of his group had gone into the Capitol, he told them to get out. 40 years in prison for a crime that he did not commit, wasn't even on the premises for. It's a Paul. We, we are, you know, I, I, I know he's taking these donations, you know, but is it going to be like a football team that, that played their best and the referee allows them to, uh, makes it so they can't win the game? You know, we got to get some good judges. Yeah. And why, why does some get two months, a plea of two months? And some have to take 40 years. It's completely arbitrary. It's completely arbitrary. Here's a story from today. Victoria White beaten by police with metal baton on the head on January 6th to decline plea deal. Victoria C. White, a Minnesota woman shown on security video, being repeatedly beaten by police in the Lower West Terrace Tunnel of the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, has decided to reject a plea offer from federal prosecutors after she met with several members of the Republican-controlled House of Representatives. District Judge John D. Bates uh, has a plea hearing scheduled for 11 a.m. on February 10th in the federal courthouse. Says things are changing. And I think this, you know, part of it might literally be because, like, the defendants— you know, maybe they're offered a plea deal where they're told they, they're going to have to go to jail for some time, and they're like, but I didn't actually do anything. Like, I'm innocent. I trust the American process. I never hurt anybody. I was the one that was hurt. I was the one that was beaten. I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm going to go make my case, and I'll be exonerated because I trust the American legal system. Apparently unaware or just un- unwilling to come to terms with the fact that there is no 
legitimate legal system anymore. There is a totally politicized – I mean from this type of high-profile political crime down to you know the shoplifting level, it's not a, it's not a fair playing field anymore. It's not justice being blind anymore. Justice is – Weaponized. She's got her, her blindfold off and the sword is aimed squarely at certain people while allowing others to walk completely free. You're right. It's utterly, utterly unacceptable. Not nearly enough is being done about it. Thank you so much for the call, Lynn. Let's go to uh, James in Indiana also on this topic. 140 Trump supporters targeted by the FBI. Thanks for calling in. James, what's this about? There, Harrison. Howdy. Yeah, it came out last night, 140 Trump supporters illegally targeted by the FBI for just taking a bus to a Trump rally and had their financials illegally searched. InfoWars reported this before, as Bank of America has been illegally violating people's rights and giving out people's information to the government. All institutions have been weaponized by the government. I'm calling on Bank of America to fire every employee involved and a lawyer to file a class action against the FBI and the Bank of America for $500 million. Bank of America, how many of your customers are now delinquent because you helped set them up? The only thing we have learned from these congressional investigations is that our government is corrupt, there's no accountability, and the Constitution doesn't exist. There's news all over the FBI retaliating against whistleblowers. What do you think they are doing to the average Americans? For God's sake, they offered a million dollars for fake evidence against the president. Lastly, there's crazy news from yesterday of a guy in a hotel naked pulling the fire alarm and beating people with a toilet plunger. I didn't hear that one. I didn't hear that one, but you're exactly right on everything else. Story from Daily Signal today, FBI document cites SPLC on radical traditional Catholics. So they're literally just targeting Catholics at this point. You're right. After January 6th, it was Bank of America. It was the cell phone companies were just like, oh, anybody in D.C., you can have all of their information, their private DMs. You can have their uh, you know, bank records, not even accused of being involved in a criminal act, and yet the bank – hands over those records. Yeah, it's completely disgusting. It also came out the IG has been also involved in retaliation, the person that's supposed to be separate from these institutions. Um, something needs to change. These FBI agents are a disgrace to this country. They need to be fired. Uh, I'm, I'm also calling for Congress. I uh, talked to the congressional office about a law called the uh, DOJ Corruption Act. It would actually empower the IG to remove any federal employee that violates constitutional rights because nothing is being done by this government. Absolutely nothing. No, you're exactly right. You are exactly right. I mean, it is really getting – and again, I mean these – it's like – and this is, where it's, this is where the conspiracy comes in, right? It's not just that you've got the government forcing these corporations to do this or uh, you know, corporations working with influence groups. It's like they're all just in it together. You've got the ADL and the SPLC literally training FBI agents who then cooperate with the corporations to spy on and target the American people for political persecution and then cover up the fact that they're doing it and spin it as if what they're doing is somehow patriotic. I mean it is this massive interlaced web of corruption that is squarely aimed at the American people, has done absolutely nothing to deal with the real problems that this country has, the legitimate issues of rising crime and open borders and uh, unsustainable economic you know, downturn on, uh, downturn on the horizon. I mean it is – all a part of a plan like if you can't see that all of this is happening all at once in exactly the same way for exactly the same purpose 
from exactly the same people. Something has to be done about this. I don't know what it is, but I think you're right. It's a good start. The FBI needs to be fired. On. No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> Just a little joke. There's a little wordplay here. We love wordplay here at uh, American Journal. FBI actually targeting traditional Catholics as if they're a terrorist group. That's the story from Daily Signal. Didn't make it up. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate Bone Broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there. And your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it would take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Remember, not only can you support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting a fantastic product like Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, new back in stock, 1776 Testosterone Boost, also new ways to watch and share this information as well alexjones.live if you ever want to see alex jones deliver his hard-hitting rants raw uncensored and completely commercial free now you can at alexjones.live alex is raising the bar yet again with more original live content at alexjones.live where you can catch his fireside chats special reports jaw-dropping rants and even hang out with him on the range as he exercises the second amendment you can get access to all of this and more when you subscribe now at alexjones.live with that, we go back out to your phone calls. We have uh, – let's go to John in Tallahassee. You got some comments for me, John. Thanks for calling in. Sure, You're on sure. the air. I got a comment about the president's speech at the State of the Union. Okay. Uh, there's thousands and millions of corn pops in this nation that he owes an apology to. <laughs> when I was a child in Hialeah, Florida – I played as a child in a little fire in the back alley with some friends, and I uh, 
my mother took a hickory switch on me, and I learned real quick not to play with fire. You get burnt. God help us all, Harrison. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm. Uh, I'm getting your point here. Uh, help me. Help me connect the dots. What? Well, how's he playing with know, fire? Well, you know, when you play with nuclear war, you're playing with fire, Harrison. Very true. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's a lot of corn pops in this nation that he owes an apology to. What do you maybe mean? some? What do you mean by maybe, that? Well, he he apologized to corn pop to keep from getting beat up and killed with a switchblade knife, mm. uh, and I think he's outspoken himself against the American people. Yeah, I mean it. It's a good point. I mean that's it. Sort of goes back to what I was saying about the the Twitter executives and everything else. These people don't get burnt. They play with fire. You get burnt. You complain about it, and they tell you to shut up and you know say it's hate speech. Talk about how fire's hot, right? I mean yeah. it's. Well, you know, uh, it's just like I explained when I was a kid. I spake as a kid, and I played as a kid, but I I did some wrong things. I was born and raised in Miami, and I got in with some wrong people. But, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of corn pops in this nation that, that are due an apology. Corn pop was a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison, did you get my letter I sent you? I did. I actually uh, opened it yesterday. I haven't uh, I haven't checked it out yet. I assume I assume that was you. I got a couple of letters yesterday. Yeah. Thank thank for that, uh, John. I, I I appreciate the call. And yeah, you're right. I mean, this is the thing though. Like when you have a kid, you don't want your kid to to get burned by something. But at the same time, like how do you how do you teach them without burning them? You you try to express to them if they won't listen, they they got to get burnt, and then they'll learn. I mean, you know, there's the quote from. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, I don't remember exactly what the quote is, but something about like experience is the best teacher, but that's not the, that's not the actual quote. The actual quote he said was like, uh, experience is the teacher of last resort or something, right? As a human being, you should be able to learn from people telling you things or from, uh, you know, seeing how it affects other people only when you touch the fire and get burnt. That's the experience teaching you because you couldn't learn other ways. So, uh, you know, whether it's the CIA or the politicians or the Twitter executives, they haven't gotten burnt. They've been playing with fire for way too long, haven't gotten burnt, and instead of a little burn to teach them a lesson, we're going to have a conflagration, and the whole damn place is going to go up in flames. Thank you for the call, John. Let's go to uh, Adam in Ontario. You want to talk about the division that Trump has caused? Go ahead, Adam. Uh, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, talking about Trump. Like, um, You know, I was a big Trump supporter. I thought he was doing great. Um, but uh, my my mind changed when he keeps on pushing these uh, bioweapons. And uh, then I got thinking, you know what? Division was the biggest thing the NWO wants, you know, in order to split up people and, and to get inside and, you know, create division is, is what they want. What bigger division, what am I trying to say here? What bigger thing that, um, than having Trump as president? Because if he wasn't president and Hillary got elected, People would just go, okay, you know what, Hillary was meant to be eventually, so we'll accept it. But if when Trump got in there and there was, you know, like uh, all this uproar about him getting in, and he created a platform and raised all our voices um, to what's going on, like the swamp and everything. So that was big-time division right, right there. And I just figure he, he is, you know, a controlled opposition. 
And the NWO is not going to go ahead with all their, you know, um, plan to exterminate the population unless they own all sides. So I think he's owned because, mainly because he's still pushing these jabs. Is he pushing the jabs or are people asking him about the jabs and he just keeps saying that that he likes the jabs? I mean, I've never seen... Uh, Donald Trump go out of his way to make a comment about the jabs. Uh, the only time I've ever heard him respond or like talk about the jabs when people directly ask him and he just says, I like the jabs. Don't take it if you don't want it. But the jabs are good. There, just, is that video pushing the jab? He's with, he's, yeah, he's with Bill O'Reilly, I believe he is, where he talks about how he's got the jab and you should go get the jab. Bill's got the jab. Get the jab. And he was asked it's about it. it. I mean, is he is... It, well, he wasn't this, asked about it. He was just talking about it. He's just... I don't, I don't know, like, all the video, like, whole video, but he is definitely pushing the jab. And this is from, like, a year ago or something? Uh, around there, I think. Yeah, I think it's it's that's what I don't get. It's like he constantly is pushing that he's not. He's not constantly pushing. Other people are constantly bringing up that he is in favor of the vaccine. I explained this yesterday. I went on a big uh, rant about this yesterday, so I won't, I won't uh, repeat it. But, it, like, do you think that if Hillary Clinton got into office, like, yeah, they, they use division – when it's there they always play one side off the other divide and conquer is one of their primary strategies but they would much prefer if we were all unified in our subjugation to them that was the hillary clinton option and we've explained this with the the rockefeller document right they call it better together but you understand that like if hillary clinton had gotten to office the ukraine war would have started four years earlier we would have expanded our operations in syria we may be at war with iran right now they had already laid the groundwork through their fake news uh propaganda you know, push to try to, you know, pass hate speech laws and stop people from like us, Alex Jones and Infowars from, you know, broadcasting or being able to uh, speak our minds like Trump put a pause on all of that for four years. Yeah, there was a lot of chaos and strife because they constantly were making up things to target uh, Trump for. But that but their actual plans all were put on pause and they all just picked up. They just ramped up right away as soon as Biden got into office. So like what if if Trump was on their side, wouldn't have all of that continued? Wouldn't he have started the war with Russia? Wouldn't he have started the war with Ukraine? Wouldn't he have expanded operations in Syria? Wouldn't he have done all of the things that they have been doing for the decades before Trump was in office and now picked up once again as soon as he left office? Like I don't understand how uh, having Trump supporters and conservatives, people against the new world order becoming prominent over those four years could in any way benefit them. They were doing everything they could to silence us. And Trump was the battering ram that broke us through into the mainstream. So how would that benefit them at all? Like what, what would be their, their strategy there of, of humiliating themselves and showing everybody what it looked like to have a pro-American president for once. What, how would well, that benefit them? I don't know anything about that. I'm just saying that uh, he's out there promoting that they're safe and effective, which was, you know, in the, the strategies that was leaked on the news people. Safe. They keep repeating, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. Mm-hmm. And he's the one also saying, safe and effective. Yeah. So, so he's, so he's right he's about talking, everything. He's he stopped the New World Order. He brought us peace for four years. He has uh, everything from – he's on the right side of everything from transgenderism to the Mexican cartels. He's the only person with the platform and the you know backing to get to the position where he was. But all of that is outweighed by the fact that he says vaccine good. Like when you talk about rhinos, you're talking about you know 
Republican in, in name only, right? He's doing everything so great, so great, and it's so great that he's actually pissing out the left like crazy, which is creating huge division, right? He's doing great, and all of a sudden, there's these things where, you know, the bioweapon comes up, which is the end goal, really. It's COVID-19 brought in everything. Right. So if he's still pushing it, what's going on? He's supposed to be the smart guy. He, he talks about how he was off the charts and his IQ. And he's Look, getting like he's got all these professionals that can go and say, "Hey, the hey div- we've talked to him." The talked division, him. the the division that he is trying to stop from happening is the division between the anti-vaxxers and the pro-vaxxers. Just like the the race thing, he is literally trying to bring people together, uh, and you know people are unhappy that he's not pushing our side, but he's trying to heal the country and he's trying to get us together so we can you know actually continue to fulfill our purpose on this world which is to be a shining beacon of liberty for everyone i think if he were to go against the vaccines it would just be nothing but more division and chaos so i don't understand how supporting the vaccines which is something that like 75 percent of america supports is somehow causing division except people like you keep bringing it up and and trying to force people away from them so i don't know i don't see it adam but i appreciate the call we'll be back on the other side with josh likich you want to beat the new world order You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down, and I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. Infowarsstore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of Infowarsstore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to Infowarsstore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action.